1: Good evening and thank you for listening to episode 17 of the Saturday Edition. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 12th of November. Small field sizes is an issue that has been prevalent, especially this week after only two were declared in today's novice chase at Cheltenham, which, as it turned out, was one of the most dramatic races that I think I've ever seen, after both My Drogo and Gin Online both slithered to the ground after jumping the second last. Rachel Blackmore performed miracles to keep her partnership with Gin on Lime intact, and she went on to win. Obviously though, this was incredibly disappointing for Dan Skelton and his team, but My Drogo did appear to trot up sound after the race, and fingers crossed he's not too sore tomorrow. Dan Skelton did speak to Nick at the beginning of the week and obviously was looking forward to my Drogo, but he's also got plenty of other big chances over the weekend and Nick started by asking him how he was feeling going into the meeting with such a strong hand.
2: Really excited to be honest with you. Um, you know, it feels like you're trying to do your best to make these horses and have these horses for these days and you know, you've got some now and it's just really exciting to be able to run
0: them. Um, now, third time lucky. I'm gathering. He he now is going to have his own. He's going to have his own feed on your on your Twitter page this week. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not a massive fan of social media and, and it's prob the problems it creates. I think sometimes for a professional, the problems it creates for you mentally, um, as well as sort of professionally, I I think it can do you more. Bad than good sometimes, Um, so I don't have any of the social media apps on my phone. But I wanted to, you know, it's important to to engage with the public. You know, the the, the actual fans they want to know, they genuinely want to know about the horses, and you know, we've got some nice ones here that we would love to tell people about. The punters, you know, they literally pay into the sport, and I think that you know, the genuine ones and the ones that want to know and the ones that are interested, I think it's a really worthwhile exercise. you you can't let the minority spoil it for the majority so we're going to give this little series a go um it got some good you know got a good reaction first time yesterday and basically what it's going to be is following a horse from monday to sunday um so we'll tell you what they're doing each day little videos um and you'll also see the day after as well um so people can get to understand what it's actually like for a horse and for the trainer and for the um, you know, for the staff that's looking after that horse, or the the rider that rides it every day, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, how it actually is, rather than just see this horse turn up on the day, um, and then you know wait for it to appear next time. So hopefully, it'll give a bit of insight into what actually goes on in the yard.
0: What's third time lucky going to be telling his followers this week?
2: Uh, watch me go. <laughs>
0: He was devastating at the October meeting. Uh, do you think you sort of found the key to him now? Is it just uh, just try and harness that exuberance and let him do his thing?
2: Yeah, um, he, when a horse is, you know, has got as much exuberance as him and the jump is jumping is what it is. The thing is over hurdles is that average jumpers with lots of speed can keep up with good jumpers. And they're always sort of snapping at their heels and pushing them forward and asking the chasing types to go. Half a mile now faster than they're really happy. Whereas over fences with a horse like him, the race slows down a little, and you're always in control. Um, and that's why chasers are chasers and hurdlers are hurdlers. Um, I think that we've been waiting to do this for a long time. We're eventually here, and hopefully the first time wasn't a fluke. I don't think it will be. Um, I've absolutely no, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it won't be. To be honest with you, I think he's very exciting.
0: There aren't many chasers who can get from one side of a fence to the other quicker than newbie Negro, who you've got in the in the Schler chase. Is he going to run?
2: I think he will. Yeah, I've got to talk to Terry, who owns him, um, and we've got to keep a very close eye on the ground. The ground is vitally important to him. Um, if it's good to soft, I feel that we are taking, um, you know, we're taking him there at his best, and and the ground can let him do his best. When you start getting into soft ground, the, others can just handle it better than him. That doesn't mean that he's ultimately not as good a horse as the horses that can go on soft. It means that they are better suited to it. Um, So you get optimum conditions. Your horse can run so much better. Look at So Royal. You know, he's absolutely devastating on that really good ground. Nothing can get near him. You run him on soft, totally different matter. And you've got, you know, a lot of sort of followers and punters believe that ground is irrelevant and it's just what's underneath their feet. I can tell you now, it certainly is not. And, um, you know, they're a good couple of examples of of the ones that are really effective on good ground.
0: And, of course, the headline horse, I suppose, this weekend uh, is Protector Act, because that is the the race of the weekend, the Paddy Power. Are we just looking at a championship horse against handicappers or not?
2: Could be. You could be. I mean, you know, Shan Blue improved a lot from his novice novice, um, sort of campaign into his professional, you know, into his grown-up campaign this year. Unfortunately, he fell, so didn't get to see him at the line but um those novices they can just find a chunk of improvement second season over fences um i've no reason to think he won't you but you're asking a lot in a paddy power you know it's the most one of the most competitive handicaps of the year can he give away chunks of weight to horses that you know have got loads of experience been there done it dance the dance time will tell but you know ruby always used to say to me it's nice to have a grade one horse in a handicap and he's a grade one winner so you know you've got to go there full of full of optimism and and you know i've got him as well as i can have him it won't be telling you he's blowing up i won't be telling you he need to run and all that type of jazz you know he's there he's ready he'll do his best all
0: right so here's here's a question to give it some sort of relativity he's got to give 10 pounds to your own spirit of the games you probably think he's a 10 pound better horse than spirit of the games don't you
2: yeah being being honest yeah um, and that's taking nothing away from spirit you know spirit's a consistent horse uh, unfortunately, I don't think he's won for three years, not through any fault of his own, but he just hasn't won for he just hasn't won for three years, just hasn't won for three years. So, what well, can you, you, you know, yeah, I think he's a ten pound better horse than him, yeah.
0: Uh, now, are you, you got to pull pull a complete rabbit out of the hat with this West Cork in the Greatwood Eurdle on Sunday. hasn't run since the 22nd of February 2020, and comes in here off a mark of 134. I mean, it's it's not as though he's hiding because he's pretty short price already.
2: Yeah, I think he opened at something like twenty five to one and that was you know, that was obviously too big a price for him. I haven't backed him, his owner hasn't backed him. Um but he one thing is is he, on his form, he was, you know, second in a grade two novice hurdle. On his form he is nicely handicapped. We haven't seen him for a long time. We've done loads and loads of work with him. I don't think fitness will be an issue. He's got a pretty honest way of going about things. I think a fast run two miles will really suit him. Don't see any real concerns about the track it's just the sort of lack of recent everything to go on you know you've not got recent form to go on you've not got a run at all to go on you don't know how he handles lots of runners you know there's a lot of unknowns in there but he is well handicapped he has to be based on his old form so you know that that brings him into the equation you're taking on graded horses like Adagio and yeah, the Nikki's Nicky's favourite, you know, Nicky's, Nicky's favorite, you know his looks progressive and there's gonna be a heap of others outside of them too. Um, that, you know, are gonna be highly, highly competitive. So yeah, he's got definitely got a chance. And if he can belie the layoff, which I I can't tell you whether he will or he won't, because that's not that's not a question you can answer from homework. Um, if he can belie that recent lack of everything then he will go very, very close because he is a good horse off a good mark.
0: All right, not the not the last time this question is going to be asked this season. Don't don't yawn already. But if they all if they all do their stuff on uh, on the weekend, you're you're pretty pretty near the top of the trainers championship. How much is that um, exercising everybody?
2: Uh, I saw, yeah, I saw like there's an article in in the Racing Post saying title chasing skeleton. Well, I was chasing the title before I ever had my first runner, really, because I've <laughs> I've always wanted to do it. I don't actually feel like this year is a I, I genuinely believe that Paul's got the ace hand massively I think he's got the ace hand um, it, you know I'd love to be a, a I'd love to be a challenger but I think realistically hand on heart so much has to go in our favor and realistically when you you know things have to go against him and they won't because they're too professional in an outfit. So I realistically this year don't think it's a thing. I, I hope I hope we finish second, and that that will just show a bit of con, you know a bit of consistency. We we're second last year, um, but this time next year it could be a different conversation. But I'm not I'm certainly not hung up on trainers championships this year because I I honestly hand on heart and you know me I'd tell you if I thought it was a chance, and I'd be I'd be aiming for it. But I I honestly don't think it's a a thing this year.
0: All right, Dan, thanks so much for chatting to me. Good luck the weekend. No worries.
1: Cheers. A trainer who really caught the eye last season and has continued his brilliant form into this season, including with a close second at Cheltenham today, is Sam Thomas. He'll be taking on Dan Skelton's protectorate in the feature of the three-day meeting, the Paddy Power Gold Cup, with Al Dancer, who was third in the race last year when trained by Nigel Twiston-Davis. He was pulled up on his most recent start back in February, but is well fancied for the race. And when Tom Stanley spoke to Sam Thomas on Monday, he asked him how much improvement he'd seen in the horse since he arrived at his yard this summer.
3: Um, Well, look, we're we're very lucky to have him, Tom. Um, You know, Nigel did very well with him. He won a better hurdle and... um... You know, he, he showed a high level of ability over fences as well. So, um, you know, we're thrilled to have him. And it's taken taken a while, I guess, for, for, for me and the team to, to work him out a little bit. Is um, you know, with, as with any new horse, it just takes a while to, to work out. Um, you know, what sort of routine they want to be in and everything. But we're thrilled with him. Um, he looks looks fantastic. Um, his work has been good, and. Um, yeah, obviously going into the race, it's party Park, You know, so it's um, highly competitive. So, you know, if we finish in the frame, we'll, we'll be thrilled. He's uh, worn a hood in the past. I know. Are you? Are you? Would you reintroduce that? Are you going to change anything that we've we've sort of associated with our dancer? No, not necessarily at all. No, keep it nice and simple. Now, um, if anything, the more we see of him at home, sort of makes me lean towards him being a three miler, to be honest. And. Um, he's relaxed a lot since we've had him um, so I think we'll leave the hood off anyway and just keep it very simple um, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a step up in trip really after after the weekend oh interesting I mean I mean, on the face of it I, I suppose you'd hope he he looks a fairly treated horse now with a what is it a 149 over fences should be fair enough should be competitive shouldn't it well that's it if you compare him to 12 months ago when he was third off 151 then you know you look at the bare facts then you have to say yes so um but like I say, it is a Paddy Power Gold Cup. Anything can happen, right? Cheltenham. If he gets a clear passage and Sam knows him best, he rides him again. Um, then, yeah, look, it's uh, it's exciting and just thrilled to have a runner on, on the on the big weekend and uh, potentially a horse with a chance as well. Um, it, it, looking at, at you, Sam. Something changed last year, didn't it, with the the success you had, and you seem to have carried that on into into this season. Anything in particular? Uh, I, just, I just think obviously we've got some. Fantastic facilities here, Tom. Um, a great team, you know, small team of staff, um, and, and also very nice horses. So we've got all the ingredients really to, to be doing well. And um, you know, just I think as you as you as you go on through any sort of stretch of life, you know, especially training, you just never stop learning. And I think you know, I've just taken a while to sort of get to grips with a few things. And. Um, yeah, it's just uh, all coming together now, which is great. But, uh, you know, first and foremost, we've got a fantastic team and um, some, you know, fantastic backers. And Mr. Walters has been, you know, um, key in, in that. He's improved the facilities season on season and, um, you know, we're able to compete at the top level now. Cheers, Sam. Good luck at the weekend. Thanks, Tom. Thank you very much.
1: Lydia Hislop joined Nick at Cheltenham Racecourse this morning to look ahead to this weekend's action from there, and they ran through a few of the horses they were looking forward to seeing, as well as where their money would and would not be going.
4: Uh, right, well, um... Protector Out seems to me to be very exciting. He's got the right profile for this kind of race. I think he's going to move forward here. Paint the Dream would fall into the same kind of category. I Ultimately, wonder whether he might lead a little bit further than this. Caribbean Boy really frustrated me last season. I'm not sure. I think he might need a flat track. I don't think this, this place is his bag in any way whatsoever. OK, well,
0: I thought he ran well enough at the Cheltenham Festival when no British horse could get within QE yeah. of winning a race. So I thought, I <laughs> thought he, he ran well enough here. And a freshness angle and a good ground angle really were my what i was going for
4: i i had backed him that day and i thought that there was never any moment i held this most the smallest smidgen of hope even of getting paid each way
0: okay all righty um, is there a horse that you do like in the race uh
4: yes i think i mean i think i do like Protectorat. i think he's got a, a, a very strong chance i can i mean obviously i can see the um the case for for Layla in terms of moving to that yard and some tweaks that help put together the kind of form he showed as a novice chaser and a novice hurdler and he was you know very very good indeed for the for the Woolicots. i don't think zanza quite jumps well enough for me um so yeah i think protectorat frankly
0: and which horses outside that feature race are you most looking forward to seeing this weekend i mean dan skelton seems to have a whole glut of horses that you know, we're looking forward to third time lucky i heard ruby walsh on your road to cheltenham show eulogizing about him yesterday
4: Yes, and it will be interesting to see how that goes. We've got four. We are treated with four novice chase runners here, so he's got three rivals to beat. Uh, he looks very exciting indeed. The fluency with which he took to the course and distance um, here last time was quite taking. The well-beaten runner-up trained by Gordon Elliott has since gone out and won, admittedly, against a horse, Bally Adam, who doesn't seem to have taken to fences that well. Um, he's up against horses that are very, very experienced over fences in Captain Tomcat and Mick Pasta, and they finished one and two at Wincanton at the weekend uh, if there's going to be a horse of star quality that's going to carry that through to the spring festivals the later part of the season you would think it's going to be third time lucky albeit I think Captain
1: Toncat will benefit from going left handed For those of you heading to Cheltenham or watching it from home I hope you enjoy what should be a really competitive couple of days racing Nick will be back with you on Monday morning to review the action as well as to bring you the latest news that emerges over the next couple of days Thank you for listening and have a great weekend